Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now What's going on, everybody? We are here again, like usual. Except it's unusual, because we're having ice cream this time. Um, but you want to start off with uh, talking about your, uh, your habit holder? I guess I can do that. Put down the spoon and stop being fat for more than five seconds. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, so if you're into the painting miniature game like I am, and you're you know having trouble hanging on to said miniature, whether it's on the base or it's just loose on itself, and you try to multiple different ideas, well, I got something cool for you. If you uh, head over to GameMV.net, the home of GameMV Creations, there's actually a pretty cool tool over there. It's known as the Hobby Holder, and it is a handle and base com- combo thing where you can literally not do that. Wow. You can literally hook it up the miniature to it and it works with any standard soda bottle cap and you can either mount the base to it or the miniature using uh like what I do, a uh, poster tack or blue tack or sticky tack, whatever you want to call it, or even hot glue. I know a lot of people that do it that way too. You want to use hot glue with uh, miniatures because that will actually uh, will stick to the base of the miniature, and then it will make uh, the gluing of the miniature to the base a little bit difficult. Mm. If it's the base itself, it's fine, but hot glue has a tendency to melt the plastic. But anyway, so you head over there. You can take a look at the hobby holder. You like what you see, and what you can do is, is go to checkout, put in the promo code Baradstone. That's this fellow over here. And you can save yourself some money. Want to spell that promo code for? Do I have to? Yeah. I think people know how to spell it. Mm-mm. Do it. Hmm. How can I do it this way? <laughs> so it starts with a B. There's an R, an O, an A, a D, an S, a T, an N O, an N. What's that spell? And we forgot the most important letter. Guess what it is? No, it's E. It's E. Yes. Broadstone. I was I was thinking you were gonna you know. That's me. Do you know maybe class it up and do some American Sign Language here for it? But if I sign it, no one's gonna be able to see it. This is a recording. We're recording a radio show, and the only sign language I know is the Universal Dynamite. Um, I know Poop too. Middle finger. 
And then there's bullshit. That's right. But yeah, so there you go. Head over there. On a side note, since certain people like myself still have not jumped on the headphone wagon, where can they get a sweet, sweet, delicious pair of studio headphones? Yeah, boys, I called it out. Because those things are fantastic. Where do I go? What do I do? Then go to studio.com. Yeah. Yeah. And then what? Them. When they go to checkout. Okay. After. After they found their sweet pair of headphones and headphones earbuds and, and earbuds and all them sweet, sweet, delicious mm-hmm. ear candy. Of course. At checkout, they put in dark windows. Okay. And they get 15% off. That's a one, a five, and one of those percentage signs. Yep. Awesome little percentage signs. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we love you. Not just me. Not just Kevin. Not just Kevin. All three of us. Yep. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. It's going to sound stupid. When you draw a percentage sign, how do you do it? Do you do the line, then two separate circles? Sure. This is a dumb conversation okay. that doesn't matter. Because I go up, over, and do one circle there, and then I do it on the one on the bottom. All in one shot. It's because you're left-handed. Probably. We're smarter than you guys, too. You also die more than us. <clears throat> Everybody dies. 100% chance. Not me. Yeah. yeah. This ice cream says different. Oh, I don't know. This ice cream's making me happy, though. My fat gut. So, what are we talking about tonight, bud? Ice cream. Uh uh-uh. uh. No? no? Are we talking about how the neighborhood guy is lighting off fireworks? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> demon got some wings. So, what we kind of did is we decided we were going to have a sleepover. So, we're sitting here in the basement with the lights off, talking about some stuff and eating ice cream. What we're talking about is we're going to do our first part on what's going to turn into, I'm guessing, an on-running segment of Urban Legends. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Because everybody does, like, creepypasta, and we're like, eh. Yeah, we, and these are going to be, like, episodes where it's like, we've just had a couple of, you know, pretty heavy topics in a row. Let's just lighten the mood and have some nothing, fun. Nothing against creepypasta, because I like I like me some creepypasta. But I like linguine. You do? Linguine is pretty solid. It's between... Is that creepy? Depending on how you cook it, Spooky it can spaghetti. Be. Spooky. Uh. Yeah. Terrifying tortellini. <laughs> we're going to do Urban Legends instead. Yeah. Elbow drop. So why don't you Doodles. start us off with the first one? Okay. So, first of all, I want to start off by saying that we got... All of these from the encyclopedia, literally the encyclopedia of urban legends. Who wrote that thing? It is Jan Harold Brunvand, I believe that, is how you spe- That sounds like a made up name. name. I know, right? But this mother effer is uh, 520 some odd pages of urban legends. And um, I kind of want to say thank you to the place where I got it, which is the Green Hand Bookstore in Portland, Maine. They do all kinds of secondhand books and stuff like that, and they've got like a really cool little like section of uh, true crime and occult and all that. Is that where that cool sticker came from? Damn straight. If you I are, like it, if you're ever in Portland, they're up on Congress Street. It's a badass little store. It's really cool. Every That's time I go Portland, there, I said Portland, Maine. Maine. Yeah, you said Portland. So you gotta you gotta say which you one. You said Maine. I heard I it. Did say Maine. Okay. And that comes from somebody who has his face stuck in his ice cream and trying right. to figure out how to wait. No, it in the trough. Hands. So the first one I covered was 
I tried to stay away from the ones that are more well known, but this one, I, this one is actually fairly well known. But it, it's one of my favorites. It's called the Fatal Boot. I didn't know any of these, so they weren't known oh, really? to me at all. Oh man! So this one is the Fatal Boot when you drink that like beer out of that <laughs> big boot? glass boot and you get like oh, boy boot. going down. <laughs> no, Turn. It's actually cooler than that. So. We, we do, you know, we're all kind of fans of the Wild West here, and I think that's why this one stuck with me so much. Um, this tale is thought to be one of the oldest urban legends in the United States that kind of uh, started here. Um, a man was bit by a rattlesnake, and one of and when the fangs penetrated his boot... There's the, a snake in my boot! <laughs> Got him, folks. Ah, you bastard. But when the, when the snake struck his boot... The venom, he, you know, he, he actually went, penetrated the boot and bit the guy. Venom killed him. It went unnoticed by his family for quite a while, but the fang was actually still stuck in the boot. And after two successive generations of men in the family, so it would have been him and his son, died after wearing the same boots. They thoroughly inspected them and found that the broken fang still had dried venom on it. So... Obviously, that's kind of not how it works. That doesn't seem like an urban legend, though. It seems like just a family tale. Yeah, same same difference, kind of. Oh, um, that, yeah, that makes sense. But there's there's also a more updated version of the story where, um, for whatever reason, the snake bit a truck tire, and when the mechanic was working on it, he actually got stuck with the thing and died. I was hoping you were going to say that truck had a permanent flat tire. Could never get actually inflated. He, it, it's a perma flat. Perma flat. Sadly, the instead tr- of a run flat. Sadly, the truck died. Oh, <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. GMC. Mm. Uh, so the, the story. Kenworth. What's that? R.I.P. Kenworth. <clears throat> so obviously, the story has been discredited by herpetologists, which are lizard doctors. I think, even though this particular story has been floating around since like the 18th century, it's possible that variants of it have been around for much longer than that. Hmm. So, what's your next one? What's your first one? My, my my first one is called The Bump in the Rug. <laughs> the Bump in the Rug. Penicillin, people. A carpet layer. <laughs> <laughs> no. Shave with the grain, not against it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. A, a carpet layer has just finished installing wall-to-wall carpeting. Does it match the drapes? <laughs> It must. Okay, just want to make sure. In a in a home, but as he is standing back, admiring the job, and patting his pocket, pockets look for his pocket of pa, pocket to look for his packet of cigarettes. He notices a lump in the middle of the floor. He does not find the cigarettes in his pocket, so he concludes. Ooh, Jesus! Excuse me. <laughs> he does not find his cigarettes in his pocket, so he concludes. That he must have dropped them while he was working and rolled the carp- the new carpet right over them. Poor motherfucker. Sounds like my uncle whenever my uncle does something. Yeah. 95% of the time there's a can of beer and some sort of the, something random where it shouldn't be. I, I can say this. Tool wise. No, 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 <laughs> if, if I was still smoking, that would, that would probably piss me off pretty good. I'd be like, well, looks like I'm going to do some surgery. Cut right there. Pull the cigarettes out. Now. No, you know what he does? This sounds like a drunk story. He's, not, a, he, he's not about to remove the carpet. 
just for a pack of cigarettes. So he takes a hammer. And cuts out the floor. Nope. Takes a hammer from his toolbox, pounds down the lump, neatly uh, neatly flattening it. (laughs) Also, as he puts his tools back into his truck, he notices his cigarettes lying on the dashboard. Oh, shit. (laughs) You said that so straight-laced. Oh, shit. That was scary, folks. Be careful. uh, Just then, the lady of the house comes out and asks, Did you by any chance see my parakeet while you were working? (laughs) It goes out of its cage. It it got out of its cage again. Hmm. This, again, doesn't seem like an urban legend. It seems another one of those things. It's like, Like, hey, here's a dumb dad joke. (laughs) Yeah, this is a dumb dad joke. I enjoy it. Continue. So sometimes uh, the missing pet in, in this urban legend is a hamster or gerbil. I was actually thinking hamster, and I was like, oh... That would not be funny. So no. this this is one of those stories where you'd, you'd be talking to some like stranger at a bar and be, you'd be like, so they're pounding this beer and be like, and there I was, I shit you not, I smashed a lady's bird after yeah. I put carpet over it because I thought it was my cigarettes. Isn't that funny? No, you fucking monster, it's not. How do you not notice a parakeet? Like, I've put down carpet. I, hey. Oh, open your you. Okay, you got it. Like, I put down carpet before, and the rolls aren't, like, completely, like, big enough that you won't be able to see something just, I don't know. I mean, let's, chirp, be, chirp, let's chirp, be honest. Chirp. I've smashed a parakeet with a hammer before, and it usually doesn't make as much noise as cigarettes do. That wasn't true. I've never done that. That's not funny, bruh. Eh. Not funny, bruh. I don't know. What's the next one? <sighs> I'll go next. I'll keep, I'll keep going. Yeah, I'll read that the book. Next one, then you Jesus, can do the next one. Okay. Um... That wasn't so, really an urban legend. That was more of a drunk dude not paying attention. Probably. But <laughs> it's drunk it. handyman. It's an urban legend. Dude, I missed that show, Factor Fiction. Oh, it was awesome. That made me go question my own sense of reality more times than I could count. Uh, Shit, what was the guy's name? Uh, he was from Star Trek. Not Picard. He had the sweet fucking beard. It doesn't matter. <sighs> it kind of does. It's bugging me. You got a Google box right in front of you. Use it. Yeah, I'm busy. <laughs> Fat tard. I need, I need two hands for ice cream, bro. <laughs> I already uh, finished mine. Anyway. Fatty. <laughs> Dude, totally. You guys are talking. I'm like, eat, eat, eat. Did you really? Don't yeah. de-house that thing, yeah. Dude, I can eat a pint of ice cream in like five minutes less. Damn, son. Yeah. You fucking ate that ice cream like it owed him money. <laughs> the problem is, though, you also got to realize I'm lactose intolerant. This is going to hurt me in like five minutes. Hey, guess guess who doesn't care? Guess who, guess who can't smell it? This guy right over here. Yeah, 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 me. This guy over here, though? Kevin C? Oh, he's been through it. Dude, I can, I can counteract his 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 gas with my own. <laughs> Egg salad. <laughs> well, it's true. Shit. So what's the next one? Anyway, uh, the next one is called The Cut Out Pullman. Okay. Explain yeah. yourself. Now, back in the, <laughs> back in the 1940s, a New York businessman was returning home from a conference in Chicago on an overnight New York Central. He was heading home from a conference in Chicago on an overnight New York Central train. Unable to fall asleep, he put on his bathrobe and slippers and walked to the club car for a nightcap. Hold on. 
1940s. Yeah, they, put his is, fucking bathrobe mm-hmm. on a, in yeah. a train. Yeah, yeah. This is when they had like sleeper cars. Oh, okay, yeah, it's not like now where you're sitting in there like the T down in Boston. And you're like, oh, hang on one not, second. Not too many people actually rode planes. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just picturing some homeless guy stripping down and putting a, a bathrobe on in the Can subway. You imagine that? Hey, you're talking to some guy. Oh, hey, how's it going, Kevin? You doing good? Yeah, yeah. Uh, hold on one second. I'll be right back. <laughs> and literally, I just turned my away from you. Hold on, I gotta put on my bathrobe and put on my slippers because I'm really tired. And he comes out like smoking a pipe and he's oh, got what's his going fucking... on, man. Uh, you forgot your pants. No, no, I sleep better with just slippers and my bathrobe bone. Exactly. And gotta I'll let the nuts all. breathe. <laughs> gotta air them out. Got it. So he walked to the club car for a nightcap, like any good businessman does. There he met a young woman. It's a problem. Just drink by yourself. It's so much easier. Yeah, then you see toad people standing on the side of the road. Yeah. Call back. <laughs> oh. Just don't lick them. Toad people. Toad people. Bully wogs. Look like toads. Taste like people. What? Continue? <laughs> exactly. Sorry. There he met a woman. Um, and after a few preliminaries. Preliminaries with a cross-examination here? <laughs> like in the court case? Long story short, she fingered him. <laughs> <laughs> this is a chuckle fuckery episode. Mm-hmm. Possibly. I don't know. You know it. But, okay. So, as a couple, after a few preliminaries, and that's the, it does say that. Oh, I'm not the surprised. The two of them went to their compartment to spit, to her compartment to spend the rest of the night. <laughs> to go to their compartment to spit. <laughs> They're just sitting there to spit. <laughs> So you, can, two feet. so you can tell she's not a pro. <laughs> oh. Hey oh. Ouch. There's a fetish for it. That's true. So they went to her compartment to spend the rest of the night. The businessman woke up the next morning in a Pullman car parked in the railroad yards in Buffalo. The young woman was gone, and so was his billfold. What the hell is a, a Pullman? Uh Pullman Bill? No, Pullman oh. was a uh He was a good president though. <clears throat> who? There's no Pullman. Bill Pullman. No. Motherfucker, he saved the world. Independence Day. Because he told Will Smith and the... Uh, Jeff Goldblum. Randy Quaid, who's a fucking <laughs> lunatic, you go kill those aliens. He flew that fucking biplane right in there, man. He's an American hero. Fuck you. Hey, boys. <laughs> I'm back. Thank you. I got you, baby. Thank you for your service, Randy Quaid. He's actually part of the Randolph Fire Department now. Ripton. Sure. Yep. So Vermont, the, baby. Anyway, the Pullman Car Company was a car company that uh, actually is kind of pretty famous since uh, our 16th president of the United States son ran it. Nerd like alert! Yeah. He's your daily nerd alert, folks. Well, the funny thing. To be honest, that's actually pretty. You, cool. No, no, no. But you know what the cooler thing was? Mm-mm. He he actually ended up sa- saving um, Private Ryan. No, Hey-o. John Wilkes Booth's John Wilkes Booth's brother. He was going to commit Terry suicide. Booth? Yeah, Terry Booth. He was going to commit Phone. suicide. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! He was, was going to commit suicide, and um, he was there. Grabbed him as he was getting ready to fall, and pulled him back. <laughs> if anybody's going to kill you, it's going to be me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> well, this is before, you know. Oh. Anyway, so he woke up and. A parked car in Buffalo. The young woman was gone. No wallet. No nothing. Her Pullman car had been shunted off to Buffalo. You shouldn't use that word. People don't like it. What? Shunt. 
<laughs> Don't ever call women that, Kevin. That's awful. To shunt or not to shunt? That is the question. You dirty shunt. <laughs> Sorry. And his clothes and luggage were on his own compartment in the or in his own compartment in the car that was bound for New York City. I bet his clothes get there before he does. <laughs> yes. So. Yeah, that's kind of. I have to laugh at that one because that one just sounds like any kind of random drunk night of fun and debauchery. You think it's gonna be awesome? She's like, "Oh, this was a lot of fun. Whoa, that dude's got a lot of money. I'm gonna take that." And him being on her car, he should have known if he was on his way back home or wherever he was going. At some point, they're gonna separate. Right. She was. Ha- he, he. 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 She was the scam artist. And she, or he uh, was just dumb and drunk. I'm gonna go with true. that one. Because what do we learn during the Frog People episode? Unknown businessmen are not trustworthy. That's true. And they lick frogs. Yep. yep. And they always make poor decisions when they should be paying attention to what they're paying attention to. That's right. Mm-hmm. Businessmen always make bad choices. Yeah. Not always, but some. 73% of the time. 100% of the time. Hold your on. facts are... Made up. Made up. Yeah, I know. Well, at least the businessmen that don't give their name. Yeah. Yeah, that's how you know they're not trustworthy. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. So, my next one is called The Corpse in the Cask. Ooh. Yeah. This one sounds interesting. So, this one comes to us from the tropical lands of England. They're beautiful beaches and palm trees and whatnot. We love you people. And their umbrella drinks. You know, they invented jerk chicken, right? (laughs) Dude. I could go for some jerk chicken to get that. You know, a nice little mm. sweet and heat. Yeah, buddy. Get a steel drum rolling. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Carnival, man. So, in this story, a family discovers a cask in the basement of a house they've just moved into. Upon further inspection, they find it to be full of sweet, sweet rum. Ooh. So, you, as you do, you know, obviously... They used it for cooking and, you know, drinking. I don't know anybody that cooks with rum, but I drink the shit out of it. Uh, rum cake. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense, then. Rum raisin. Uh, skip the raisins. Mm. We're good. <laughs> so after using all of the rum, they decide to cut the cask in half and use it as a planter. Well, That's pretty cool. Yeah, right? It's you know, Good way to recycle. Rustic and cool looking. Um, Our plant's going to be drunk as shit. Unfortunately, when they Girl, cut it open... Crooked. When they cut it open to their, I'm assuming, horror, they found a dead body. Whoa. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, rum corpse. There you go. Um, mm. He was, sh- he had been uh, shipped back from the colonies sometime before, like, before that. He was quite pickled. Yes. The truth of it is, this kind of, this kind of thing actually happened pretty frequently. Um, Lord Nelson, they don't tell you who he, what he was Lord of or why he's important. Uh, who died? Lord of Full Nelsoning. Uh, it's got to be the half Nelson because Full Nelsons are illegal. No. So he he died at the Battle of Trafalgar in uh, 1805, um, and he was shipped home in a barrel of brandy to preserve his body until he could be buried. Mm-hmm. Uh, one tradition holds that the sailors on the ship that were uh, that were uh, that were obviously going back with him, um, they. Said, ooh, fuck me dead. Uh, <laughs> ooh, I am ice cream drunk. Is that almost like fuck me side saddle? Ooh. No, you gotta wait till I'm dead first. <laughs> okay. 
So he was shipped home in a barrel of brandy to preserve his body until he could be buried. One tradition holds that the sailors on the ship that were on the ship that he was sent home on drilled into the barrel and took sips of the whiskey with a straw, giving rise to the term tapping the admiral. I didn't know that was a thing, but I want to say it more often. That sounds freaky. Yeah. What are you doing? I'm tapping the admiral. I know some cultures actually have like liquors with like preserved animals in it, like scorpions, snakes. Uh, India, they get like cobra whiskey. Yeah, like all these different things. And it's like they're supposed to be for all these, you know, aphrodisiacs and this, that and everything. It's like, whoa. Now hearing this, and it's like, how like much do you have to love booze or the idea of getting drunk that you're like, hey, you know, I'm really thinking that I want some, I really could go for a drink right now, man. I could go for some brandy, some <laughs> rum. I don't know. I don't care. We've got some. There's a dead dude in it. Oh, I got an idea. Hey, Jenkins. Yeah, you know what's up. Drink. Go tap that. What? Yeah, go crack into that. See what that tastes like. <laughs> See if it's okay. He goes over there with his straw, takes a quick sip. He's okay, guys. We can do this. Little little hint of cologne. Totally fine, though. Yeah, it's got a little bit of a little, little It's got a sharp afterbite, mm. but you're fine. Don't worry about it. Tastes like Old Spice with rum. It's good. Tastes like Old Spice Drink just it. in general. <laughs> 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 but seriously, though, like how much do you have to drink booze was... Or want to get drunk or whatever. Or, or need at that point. Yeah. Need to get drunk. That you're like, willing to drink liquor with a dead body yeah, in it. Yeah, body juice and stuff. Ugh. I can't remember if it's in Montana or up in Canada, but there's a, a bar you can go to and they've got like a uh, like a toe that's been around forever and a bottle of whiskey. And you, uh, you do a shot and you have to actually let the toe touch your lip. And if you don't, you have to pay for your drinks. If you don't, if you, if you do and you actually like let the toe touch your teeth or whatever you drink for free that night. Like depending on how badly I want to get hammered. I'd put a dead toe in my mouth. Fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just go to the actual liquor store, buy my own booze and then go back to my house and drink that and play video games. But you can drink for free. And then you're a fucking legend because you're just like, yeah, that guy put a dead toe in his mouth. Yeah, drink. so you did it once, and then how many other crazy random people did it? Who cares? At that Making point, out time, like dude, with I mean, a town. But nah. it's it's like getting pretty well cleaned. It's in a bottle of whiskey. Nah, I'm cool. I don't want to mm. do it. Mm. All right, what's your next one? You go. This is actually my last one. Good. <clears throat> Ugh. And it is called the helpful mafia neighbor. They're always helpful. Not usually. Well, sometimes. Also known if as... If you pay them on time, they're always helpful. That's true. <laughs> also known as, quote, a friend of the family. This legend describes a couple who moved into an, uh, an expensive suburb and find their home burgled after a weekend away. They asked the neighbor if he had noticed anything weird or out of ordinary or just strange going on. I didn't see shit. Yeah. The neighbor... Don't you know where we live? If I say something, I'm getting concrete sneakers and I'm playing basketball at the bottom of the lake. The neighbor, who was a well-dressed, soft-spoken Italian man, told him, don't report it to the police. I'll make a few calls. I'll make it worth your while. Apparently, the neighbor was pretty well-connected because the next morning... (coughs) No. Because the next morning, all of the couple's possessions that were missing were piled neatly on the front porch. Uh, the story is kind of, it's told in a handful of large cities across the U.S. And it can be 
most likely trace back to somewhere in the 1930s, obviously, with all the mafia shits that were going on. Of course. You know. Hmm. Very fascinating. Yeah, right? Did they ever say that what happened to the the, guy, the individual that stole the things, or was it one of those things, you just live it alone? I don't think we'd talk about it. Hey, you know what you're doing right now? You're worrying about it. Don't worry about it. Don't don't you worry about it. I got it taken care of. Yeah, just don't worry about it, okay? Hey, you see you over there? What are you doing? You're worrying about it. Don't worry about it. We, we, we sent Eddie the toenail out. He took care of him. Why do you guys call him Eddie the toenail? Don't worry about it. <laughs> His toe is in a bottle of liquor over, you know, in the Midwest. Why do you, what do you guys call him that? Because his big toe in his right foot, he ain't got no toenail. Eddie the toenail. <laughs> that toe is actually in a bottle of liquor. Yep. His uncle actually was, strangely enough, found in a casket, you know, in another house. <laughs> you know, his uncle. Tony Two Toes. Why do they call him that? He had 16 toes. They called him the Admiral. You know why they called him the Admiral? Don't worry about it. He was a private. <laughs> <laughs> We told him to reach down the bottom of the cast to grab that ring that he dropped down there, and guess what? The fucker drowned. We just left him. Good thing he was one of them Irish. He would have drank his way out. <laughs> Bro. Look at fucking Vashnicked trying to get him out of there. Ooh, he used a Vashnicked. That's Yiddish. Well done, sir. <laughs> well, boom. I watched Robin Hood Ben and Tights, and I was like, God, I love this movie. Oh, God. But you've got okay. a great set of tits. Okay. <laughs> you can, Let, you can cut that part out. Let's go on a side quest. Top three Mel Brooks movies in order from three to one. Wow, that's a hard one. Right? I'll go with from three to one. Or do you want to go five? You want to go with five? No, I'll go three. Okay. Silent movie. Ooh. Yeah. Deep cut. I went with that one because I could watch that one all the time. Then I'd have to go Robin Hood Men in Tights. And gotta end it with Spaceballs because Rick Moranis is my Shit. one of my favorite actors. And let's be honest, John Candy having fun is the best kind of John Candy actor. What are you? I'm a mog. Half man, half dog. I'm my own best friend. <laughs> what do they call you? Arf. <laughs> Barf. <clears throat> Kevin Hire, your turn, sir. Flop Luca. <laughs> okay, so is that number three for you? He, no, he just knows that yeah, one line. Number three. Okay. Well, oh, damn. <laughs> number two. Would that to be? Uh, shit! I had them all. I had all three. We can oh. edit it out. Um. Hmm. Yeah. Start over. Yeah. Actually, say the name. Don't do a reference. Hmm. Young Frankenstein. Ooh, good one. Okay. I like it. I like it. Then we're gonna go with. Dr. Frankenstein. It's Frederick. <laughs> no, it's Igor. <laughs> when he stabs himself in the leg. I ain't got nobody. <laughs> and nobody can. <laughs> uh, Abby something. Abby normal. You gave me an abnormal brain? I just put an abnormal <laughs> brain into a seven and a half foot tall, four and a half foot wide gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm gonna lock myself in here. You, no matter how much I beg and plead, don't let me out. <laughs> you rotten son of a bitch! Open the door. 
<laughs> Dude, I just also came up with another one too. Mm. High anxiety. I I don't know if I've ever actually seen that whole thing. Dude. Oh man. All right, um, man. Finish your list. Let's see hear what you got. Let's see. History of the world, part one. The life of Brian. Hmm. Oh. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's good when he starts giggling and he doesn't finish his sentence? An old man can't even walk home without getting robbed, you son of a bitch bastard. He fucking parts the Red Sea because he's got his hands up. The guy's got him held up a fucking crossbow. Oh, my God. Hey, Torquemada, what do you say? Oh, Jesus. Piss boy. Oh, piss boy. All right. And then the last one is going to have to be... Mm. Oh, fuck, I forgot the name of the goddamn movie. You're not very good at this. We don't, but we, but we don't want the Irish. Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles, yeah. yes. Okay. Number three is going to be Spaceballs. Whoa. Yeah. And you're a Star Wars nut. Yeah. Number two is Young Frankenstein. Okay. And number one is Blazing Saddles. I'm with him on that one because that is... Honestly, one of the best movies I have ever watched, and I love the fact that they could not remake it now. There's no way in hell they could get rid of, get away with half the shit that they did in that movie now. Yeah, but can they go so fast they went plaid? No. Uh-huh. No, but you, but you can't drop the the language that they did. Like you can't call it like the new sheriff's up. Beep. <laughs> well, that's the thing though. Is like all those types of movies you. Can't get away with that anymore. No. Like, things have changed. Watch me faggots. <laughs> Dude, Dom DeLuise. Oh, my God. I loved him in uh, um, Robert, pl- playing uh, Caesar in uh, History of the World. He's <laughs> <laughs> got his fucking mouthful. He sits down and gets like a... Um, the fuck was he? He sat on like a crown or something. He's like, oh, watch that. <laughs> my favorite part is when in Robin Hood it's he'll be dead. D. E-D. Dead. <laughs> I, sorry, I can't understand you. Oh, sorry, I had my teeth worked on. Oh, I had my teeth worked on. Here, you take these. And the guy's like, I will take these and put it in my hand and put them in my pocket. My sister's kid. I tell him to give him a job. He's a little... <laughs> hey, Abbott! I hate that guy. <laughs> Uh, oh, Master Robin, you lost your arms in battle, but you grew a nice set of boobs. <laughs> this is He's my just this sitting is... on the toilet, feeling up the old school three dimensional Playboy, just <laughs> cupping like everything. Braille. <laughs> Playboy Braille. Uh, they, they, this is my friend, a Chew. A Jew. God bless yeah. you. No, a Chew. God bless you. No, that's my name. A sneeze. I, my name is a sneeze. <laughs> Father of a Jew. My, or the other part is when they roll away the castle. They took the castle. I thought it felt a bit breezy. Oh. <laughs> oh, or no, actually, I got to give this one off. When little John was supposed to catch uh, Broomhilda and she fell and he got out of the way. He's like, oh, aren't you a strap your leg? Can I get you anything? You can get off now. <laughs> little John. Oh, I got scared. <laughs> See, I'm like that, and then it's like, oh god, spaceballs. What's the code for the air? Oh, one, one, two, two, 
three. Three. Four. Four. Five. Five. <laughs> that's, like, that's the some... coat some idiot would put on his luggage. Hey, remind me to uh, change the coat of my luggage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Is Urban that... Legends and uh, Mel Brooks. Everyone on this ship an asshole. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Who, what, what was this guy? He's an asshole, sir. I know that. What's his name? Asshole, sir. Major asshole. <laughs> He's my cousin, sir. Who are you? He's an asshole, too. And they how got, they got the how guy many assholes was... are on this ship? Oh! Hey. <laughs> I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. <laughs> oh. Well, we're out there combing the desert with a giant <laughs> Nothing yet, sir. And the two, the two black dudes in the entire movie. We ain't found shit. They're out there with a the pick. Oh, my God. I love that. Oh. Uh, Wait, no, that's not true because uh, there was also the Michael guy- Winslow. Yeah, did the uh, the target thing. Yeah, the bleeps, the sweeps, and the creeps. <laughs> <laughs> it slaps the radio out of his hand. <laughs> Shut up, just tell me. <laughs> Dude, uh, history of the world where they're uh, they're asking what the uh, the punishment for uh, uh, if a if a slave strikes an op- uh, uh, <laughs> strikes him to the military or something they feed him to the lions no they torture him no they put a live snake up his ass no that's creative <laughs> you are nuts NVTS nuts holy shit I'll be playing at the palace all week and I come down from the mountain with these 15. Oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> 10 <laughs> commandments. <laughs> We're so poor. All we have is this terrible accent. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, this went off the fucking rails big time. You wanted to go on a side quest, and this is how side quest goes. The side quest is more fun than the main quest. Fucking hell. Oh. Anyway. Jesus Christ. Okay. Welcome to Urban Legends and Mel Brooks. <laughs> Chuckle fuckery at its finest. Yeah. Oh my God, I went deaf. Me too. You good now? No, I'm still deaf. Oh my God. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, wow. I can't hear myself and now I'm wiggly wiggles. Nope. Uh, oh. <laughs> Whoa. There's a whole lot of burpage. I think I'm good now. Okay, who? Wait, maybe not. I don't know anymore. Okay. Oh, oh shit, I'm deaf now, too. Balls. Oh, shit. We need new courage. Yeah, no, we just need new uh, plugs. Yeah, I'm gone now. I'm going to buy some Monday, I think, because this is driving me fecking nits. Hmm. NVTS nuts. Huh. <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> Can we just call it a night, man? It's quarter after ten. I'm ready to go home. I think I think so. Well, I, I want my I want just one last one. Okay, this one's pretty good. The grocery store scam: an elderly woman pushing a shopping cart full of selling groceries, selling things and saying they're non-GMO. No, label things. We uh, deserve to know. <laughs> an elderly woman pushing a shopping cart. Full of groceries, keeps staring at a young man shopping at the same supermarket. In the checkout, <laughs> wow! I just Jesus, Peter Brady. 
<laughs> Whoa. Voice crack. It's funny. His balls just dropped that episode. <laughs> and Seth shits himself. Oh, great. I didn't do anything. I haven't farted yet. That was all over there. Oh, you laughed so hard you shit your pants? That's awesome. <laughs> Woo, yeah. He's the oldest one of the group, so of course you would do that. Oh. Everything's getting loose. If I'll, I'll flap me. <laughs> Uh, fuck you both. Oh, <laughs> your dicks. Use the it, dicks. It sucks them. Anyway, leave that up to you, man. In the checkout line, she tearfully explains that he looks just like her son, who had been killed during fighting during Vietnam. She Whoa. asked the young man if he would just call out goodbye, mom, to her when she waves at him as she leaves the store. He agrees to this, you know, like any, you know, nice young man would do. You know, the weirdest part about this story is he looked just like his mother who who was killed during Vietnam, too. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> when he reaches the cashier with a few <clears throat> with his few purchases, the total of his bill is enormous. And he is told that his mom <laughs> said <laughs> that he would be paying for her groceries as well. His protests fall on deaf ears since the checkout uh, checkout clerk had heard him say, Goodbye, Mom! That crazy old bat. Well done. That sounds like something that Dorothy Appointe would do. It sounds like something I would do when I get old. Damn, that was good, man. I was like, oh, that's great. Okay, I got one more. One more. It's called The Flying Cat. I, I have to read this one, too. One more. No, no, you really don't. I only did three, bitch. Yeah, and I want to go home. Don't bitch me. You bitch. You I'm not bitch. even going to fucking edit this episode. It's going out as is. <laughs> <laughs> this will be a quick one. It's called, the, okay, the flying cat. The a cat cu- flew at the end. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a couple's new kitten <laughs> climbs at the top to the top of a small branch in their yard <laughs> and stays there. In order to rescue it, the owners throw a rope across a high branch and pull the top of the tree down. No, please tell me that. Don't do this. <laughs> yes, they do. But the rope slips or breaks. And no, I'm sorry. Kitten, did why are the coyote the on this fucking cat or what? Uh-huh. The kitten uh, is launched high in the air and <laughs> over their fence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the the couple are unable to find the kitten. A week or so later, one of the, the kitten's former owners is in the supermarket and meets a neighbor who is buying cat food. Bye, Mom. And they say, <laughs> <laughs> same supermarket, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they say, well, the, the former owner says, I didn't know you had a cat. And the, the, the shopper says, well, we didn't until last week. It fell when from the cutest heaven. little kitten just fell out of the air and into my husband's lap. <laughs> you put a so fucking Bitch, that's my cat. <laughs> oh, that is totally got ignored. Well, well, I was like, that's one way to get some pussy. Hey, oh, boom. Oh, boy. He Welcome done did it. To Chuckle Fuckery episode. Fuckle Chuckery. <laughs> Chuckle Fuckery. <laughs> Chuck Fuckery. Fuck Chuck Woolery. Fuck it. Hey. You're not doing that right now. Okay, cool. He's a nice guy. Pays his taxes on time, too, I'm sure. I don't know. Anyway. Maybe. Possibly. Anyway, studio.com. Get some headphones. 15% off with dark windows. You know what? Don't even get headphones. Get some earbuds or something. They're yeah. fucking awesome. Be creative. Do Think it all. out of the box. Exactly. Uh, Hobby holder. GameManvy.net. Head over there. Get yourself a sweet, sweet hobby holder if you're into the painting miniature game or if you know somebody else that is and you want to help support them. 
So you'd use the promo code Broadstone. I already spelled the beginning part of the show, folks. I'm full of ice cream. I ain't doing it yeah, again. Yeah, my belly hurts from ice cream. Yeah. And then you get to sell, save yourself some monies. How much monies? Two dollars off each hobby holder. Two sweet, sweet dollars. Sweet, sweets. Yeah. That's www.hobbyholder.com. That's not true. No. I just lied to you people. Don't do that to my <laughs> friends, man. And you can... They should probably get on that one, too, just to be safe. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But rate, review, find us on all your podcast forms. Yeah. And if you're listening to us, you should be telling some friends. Yeah. And those friends should be telling more people. And then you can send in emails to the show. Shit, tell people you don't even like about the show. It's even yeah. better. And then what you could do is email the show. Darkwindowspod at gmail.com. Go on the Facebooks. And look us up at Windows. Facebook.com search bar Dark Windows Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Because Instagram. I don't know other shits with it. Dark Windows Pod. Twitter. Twitter. I said Twitter. I didn't say nothing. I don't got Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, that thing. Too. Yeah. I yeah. just got that. Uh, Dark Windows Pod. I got that sweet Instagrams for me. Yeah. Broadstone underscore creations. Why? Find because Kevin. then that way you can see the hobby holder and see how. Awesome it is. You can find Kevin on like dude, tw- uh, dude Tinder. <laughs> Grinder. Yeah, there, there it is. Well, the first time I ever called. heard that, I thought it was a sandwich thing. Yeah, it's like, dude, a, a fucking app Grindr. for finding sandwich shops. And then you look it up, and you're like, oh no, these are guys that want dicks. The, we we have different, we have different interests. Nope. I was hoping for sandwiches. I was hoping this thing was going to show me where fucking sandwich shops are. And that's fucking weird. Yep, yep, that's how it works. though. but hey, you know what? More power to him. Go for it, man. Whatever. But to quote the do. immortal dude. From Boondock Saints, I'm making like a tree, and I'm getting out of here. That's right. This mix and match shit's gotta go. <sighs> Just because... Just you because you can't see out of the dark, dark. doesn't mean you can't see dark. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Just because you can't see out into the dark, doesn't mean that the dark can't see into you. Kisses. Love you all. Mm. Have a fabulous day. Bye-bye. And most importantly, kisses. Later, bitches. Kevin, shut up. Nobody likes you.